Hi, Mama. My mind was blown a little bit in a conversation this week where I was talking about how I'm a person who works out a lot, five times a week, most weeks. Now, the person I was talking to assumed that I work out for an hour at a time, which I don't. So he responded, okay, five days a week, that's 120 hours. So you work out for five of them. Great. Now, what are you doing for movement in the other 115? And my mouth literally dropped open because I really see myself as someone who works out a lot. I see it as who I am. Exercise is important to me. But when I look at what I've been doing these past three months as I've gone through a pretty intensive certification program, which I'll be sharing more about soon, alongside having my own coaching practice on Zoom and coaching in Time Hackers, again on Zoom, there has been a lot of sitting and some sleeping, not as much as I'd like, and actually far less movement than ever before. Now, all three of my kids are already in school. The youngest is four. So this is very different to when I was running around after toddlers. And we now live in a house in Charlotte with an attached garage, which is very different to living in a fourth floor apartment with no elevator in Chicago. So today I want to talk about how we see ourselves and how this matches up or not to how we spend our time. And this is why coaching is so important, because we have these very fixed thoughts in our heads about who we are. And these thoughts are running our lives because they create our feelings, which drive our actions and so create our results. But we are not aware of those thoughts until something or someone helps bring our awareness to them. And from that awareness, we get to consciously decide what we want to make those thoughts mean and whether we want to keep them or perhaps choose something new for ourselves that's going to serve us in helping us to show up as the person we want to be. So I like the thought that I'm a person who works out. I am definitely not getting rid of it or judging it just because I now know it's only five hours that I'm doing. I think five hours is amazing and I definitely want to continue and truly bring it up to the five hours with some walking outside and some other outdoor activities. But what I do know is that a more sedentary lifestyle is not what I want for myself. And this awareness of how I spend my time when I now look at it through the lens of movement is enabling me to make some new choices for myself as we go into the new year. Hi mama and welcome to Stay at Full Motherhood. Do you want to be present with your kids and light yourself up pursuing your passion without adding more to your plate? Are you tired of waiting for one day when to finally have time for you? Are you sick of making decisions dictated by your to-do list and still struggling to get it all done? I'm Jo, mum of three and life coach for stay-at-home mums and I spent seven years telling myself everything else had to get done first before I could start the blog I'd always wanted. I believed there just wasn't enough time for me and that even if there was, I'd struggle to have the energy and focus to do it anyway. Until I found a way to stop being busy doing all the things and instead prioritise getting what matters done. And now I'm sharing what I've learned with you. So take a deep breath in, remind yourself you're worth the effort and breathe into your knowing that you are capable of everything you decide you want for yourself. Let's go. So with 
this awareness of how we currently spend our time and the awareness that this comes as a direct result of who we see ourselves to be, we can start to make really powerful decisions about our investments, our investment of our time and our investment of the thoughts we choose to think about ourselves. So when it comes to investing time in your passion, that thing you feel pulled to do, that thing that you know lights you up, you're not investing in it right now because you're not believing in the return you'll get from this as a busy stay-at-home mum. If you spend all day cleaning, for example, you get the return of a clean home that you enjoy looking at and maybe a compliment from your partner or you might witness your kids actually playing with the toys they couldn't even see before because they were all in one big, huge pile. But when it comes to investing in you taking the time to write something that you're longing to write or to paint something that you want to paint. This does not immediately reveal its value to the family and to the running of the home. It does not appear to make your life easier in any way. But what if you were to decide that it's okay to give yourself permission to do what you love, even if you can't immediately see the benefits? What if you choose to believe that this will impact you and your family in ways that you can't see right now, but you know that you feel? You did this once before when you chose to have kids without any evidence at all that you could do it, that you could actually give birth and raise a baby through all the different ages and stages and experience all the joy and all the difficulty and all the fear that comes with each one. So just think back for a moment. Did you calculate the perfect time to have a baby? Did you say you'd only try if there would be no heartbreak along the way? Did you question why you needed to have a baby at all? Did you tally the hours you'd have to invest in your motherhood? Or did you listen to your desire to be a mum and decide? You can start doing what lights you up, what you're feeling pulled to do alongside your motherhood in exactly the same way. There is no perfect time in your kids' childhoods to do it. And there's definitely no specifically curated window required in your day. You can choose to desire, decide and do. So if you want to be, say, a writer, then be a mum who writes. Whether you invest one minute or 60 minutes in that, whether you write one sentence or 60 sentences does not determine your identity. Only you can decide that. What we don't want to be doing is judging the time invested as not enough or on the flip side as too much because this is entirely irrelevant and it only ever serves as an excuse for you to not do what you want to do. You can decide to be the person you want to be now. You don't have to be the person who waits to be her one day when. And what happens then is that your self-trust will explode in all aspects of your life because you're choosing to listen to that pull you're feeling in your body to do what lights you up. You're not ignoring it until there's a more convenient time and you're not telling yourself that the day that all your kids are finally in school is the day that you will automatically just start pursuing your passion. You have enough self-trust to decide that you can do it now and that then when you actually start to do it, you see that nothing falls apart when you do. 
And this teaches your brain to also trust yourself in your decisions in your motherhood. You stop investing your time in researching everyone else's opinions on whether to do this when your kid does that. And you stop asking if the fact that your partner is behaving like this means that you should now do that. You already have your answers because you know that your answers for your life are all inside of you. You don't spend time asking everyone else what they think to get the answers handed to you. And you don't believe that more time is going to hand you everything you think you need. The only person who can hand you everything on a plate is you. And to fill that plate for yourself can only ever begin with starting small. In noticing the ways you're describing yourself all day long, in noticing the assumptions you're making about your time and how you're spending it, and in deciding intentionally how you want to invest your time from now on, having decided on the you you want to be. So I'm going to leave you now with a beautiful quote that really touched me this week. And it has to do with rushing, which I know we're all doing even more of this time of year with the holidays coming up. So I always describe myself as a person who rushes and is always doing, doing, doing until my coach asked me the very simple question of when are you not rushing? And I realised that on walks with my kids, we go slow and we notice the things around us and we stop to look at the bugs on the ground and the cloud formations in the sky. We are never all of one thing and none of another. We all have different parts to us that are literally that, just a part of us and not to be used to describe who we are. So if today you're maybe feeling horrible about the morning rush and you've snapped at your kids in the hope of getting them out the door faster, then just take in this quote from Beck Ellis Writer on Instagram. When the rush is over, our heart will slow. We'll wonder why we said what we did, as if anger could somehow widen the minutes, as if we could arrive somewhere quicker if we left parts of us behind. Okay, Mama, I hope you enjoyed today's episode. Come sign up for your free 20-minute discovery call at my website, joyfulmamacoaching.com. That's joyful with two L's. I would love to meet with you over on Zoom to help you to prioritize your time so that you can follow your passion today. Okay, it's time for me to go dance in the kitchen to this week's song, which is Talk Tonight by Oasis. It's a good one for slowing down, so I hope you'll go play it and dance to it too. Till next Tuesday, thanks for listening. Bye-bye.